the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on WAVA, WAVA 105.1 FM. And this probably doesn't sound like Dr. Anderson because it's not. I am guest hosting today and I'm honored to do so. I'm Minister Gary Coiro, InReach Director at Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland, where Dr. David Anderson is founding pastor. I am your guest host today and I'm really excited to join you wherever you are today. I'd like to thank Dr. Anderson for inviting me to hang out with you today while he is away. So let me tell you a little bit about the format of the show. On Mondays, we have Marriage Mondays. Then there's Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. And today we land on Theological Thursdays. And tomorrow, open phone-in Friday. So Theological Thursdays, we're going to encourage you to give us a call at 888-432-7434 as we tackle this theological topic. What does the Bible have to say about this idea of God restoring people? Who makes the first move? Is God a pursuer? What are your thoughts? Give us a call at 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. As I think about this topic, I have to go all the way back to the Genesis story. Back to the Genesis story in Genesis chapter 3 in the garden. Do you remember the story of the garden? If you're not familiar with it, the man and the woman sinned there, and they were deceived by the serpent. And the first consequence of being deceived, we see that they hid themselves from one another. They covered themselves in leaves, And so hiding started as a consequence of the first sin. And not only did they hide from one another, but they also hid from the Lord. Because when God pursued them, they were ashamed and they hid themselves in the garden. And it was God who moved toward them. God initiated the reconciliation process. And he did that with some open-ended questions and he brought about the consequences of their sin, and then ultimately, through the shed blood of animals, he covered them. He covered their sin with the skins of animals, and we see in there a beautiful picture of God's initiating love, God's pursuit of us, God's restoration of his people 
God making the first move. What do you think? What do you think about this concept of reconciliation, whether God makes the first move, whether we make the first move? I'd love your thoughts. Give us a call at 888-432-7434. You're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I, again, am Gary Coiro, and I am a guest host today. Let me share a couple of verses with you. Paul shares in Romans chapter 10 and verse 20, he's quoting Isaiah from Isaiah 65, and he writes this. Isaiah boldly says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. Clearly, we can see that the prophet Isaiah was referencing a God who pursued, who sought out, and found a people who were not even looking for God. What's your story? How did God find you? Did you somehow become smart enough to find him and pursue him, or was it God who made the first move and pursued you? In context, that verse in Isaiah says this, I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. To a nation that did not call on my name, I said, here am I. Here am I. Perhaps consider a way that Paul would put it in Colossians chapter 2, verse 13. When you were dead in your transgressions, and the uncircumcision of your flesh. He made you alive together with him, having forgiven us all our transgressions. And again, Ephesians 2, verses 4 and 5. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in our trespasses. It is by grace you have been saved. What do you think? Does a dead man respond? Does a dead woman respond, or does God need to make the first move and to make us alive in order that we might be able to respond to him? What do you think? I'd love to get your thoughts on this and maybe your story that God is writing of your life. When did you experience God coming after you? He clearly went after Adam and Eve in the garden. He clearly covered their sin. How about you? When did you experience God coming after you? What were the methods he used in your life? We'll look at some of his methods throughout the scriptures as we go throughout the show today, but I'd love to hear your story and how God perhaps pursued you. Maybe you have a story of someone coming back to God that just blew your mind. What are your thoughts? Give me a call at 888 432 7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm his guest host, Gary, sitting in for him. One more verse I might share with you that, again, uh, Paul shared in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, where Paul writes, For it is by grace you've been saved through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We know that when we respond to God's extension of eternal life, that we receive it simply as a free gift. We don't 
we could never earn it. We could never deserve it, for God is the pursuer. That is the heart of God. And we'll be talking about more pictures of this when we look at uh, passages in Matthew 18 and Luke chapter 15, even in the Song of Solomon chapter 2, and look at God's pursuing love. I'd love to hear your story about how you experienced God coming after you. Give me a call. I'd love to hear it. Again, 888-432-7434. Give me a story of God's amazing grace of restoring someone back to him. For he is the good shepherd. Let me share another verse with you just before we go on to break. We'll get started on this. It is a passage. It's a it's a great passage. It's one that we're all very familiar with. And we see it in Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Let me give you something to think about just as we sign off to break here. In verse 2, excuse me, the beginning of verse 3, the passage says, He restores my soul. He restores my soul. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about what that word means and how God is a restoring God. You're listening to... Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. Hi, my name is Attorney James McCollum, and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new master elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime inclusive warranty. Call HCR 888-991-2427 and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk.
Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. My name is Minister Gary Coyro. I am your guest host today, and when we left before break, we were taking a look at Psalm 23. We have a line open. I'd love to get your thoughts. Give me a call at 888-432-7434 as we talk about reconciliation and God's reconciliation. Do you know that uh, God is a great story writer? And he is writing a story about your life. Actually, your story is his story, history. And as God writes his story, clearly he has pursued you. If he has reconciled you and brought you to himself, I'd love to hear how God used people, circumstances, his word, his spirit to reconcile you to him. What do you think? When did you experience God coming after you? What were the methods that he used? Give me a call and share your story. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Again, in Psalm 23 and in verse 3, listen to what the Lord says. He restores my soul. Are you familiar with the 23rd Psalm? The Lord is my shepherd. He, as a shepherd, restores my soul. Can I share with you a little bit about that word, restore, and what it means? And as the original writers wrote it down, it means to return, to bring back, to be returned, or something that I love to turn. Something that is cast down like a lamb needs to be turned over. Lambs are peculiar animals in that when they are cast down or laying on their back, the heavy wool and perhaps mud and debris that has accumulated on their fur keeps them cast down. And it takes the good shepherd to come to them and to gently turn them over to restore them. It takes the pursuit of the good shepherd to then clean them up and for a period of time to carry them on their back. Have you seen the picture of the good shepherd who has the lamb draped over and around his neck? You see, the good shepherd will even carry the lamb when he can't walk on his own and talk tenderly to him. This is the loving God that we serve. This is the God who restores us. He pursues us. He restores us. He is the good shepherd. 888-432-7434 is the number. And we have a caller right now. Carolyn is on the line from Maryland. Let's take that call. Hello, Carolyn. How are you today? Hello. I'm doing well. I hope you are. I'm doing very well. Thank you for calling. My name is Gary, hosting Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You've been listening. Carolyn, what's on your mind? I, I have been, and, and I'll agree with you in terms of restoration. If you have a relationship with God or have had a relationship with God, I do think that he does pursue you and present himself in various ways and forms through people, through incidents, through experiences to help bring you back to him and I guess revitalize or revive the relationship. Yes. However, I'm challenged sometimes in saying that 
um, those individuals who um, do not have a relationship with him that there has to be um, something that makes them want to pursue him or want want to make them open to the fact that there's a way other than the current way that they're living their lives that can bring them some peace and some love and the answers that they're in search of. So, Absolutely. Now, that was my comment. Well, that's a great comment. Give me, give me an additional thought, Carolyn, because how do you think some of those, how do you think that motivation to be able to want to look to God, how do you think that gets cultivated in a person's life? Well, it's interesting. You said how. I think how can be broken down in that. The age that you have to be honest. You have to be honest with yourself to know that there are some problems, some challenges, that there's something greater than you and there's a greater purpose for you. And then I think that you have to be open and open to the fact that there are other options other than the way that you're currently living your life. Um, and the biggest thing is, you know, when God tells us on your, you know, you, it's free will. You have to be willing to come to him. You have to be willing to lay down your life. You have to be willing to lay down certain things in order to build this relationship, just like with any relationship with another person. Um, to have the relationship with the being of Christ, I think you have to be really honest with him, and that's what he wants us to be. And we have to be open to receive the fullness of who we, he is. And then we have to be willing in terms of willing to do things his way. You know, his will, not yes. our will. That's what I think. Boy, Carolyn, I love I love some of your thoughts, and I'm going to take us to a passage right now in Luke chapter 15 that takes a look of someone who was in the midst of circumstances and then finally got honest with themselves and decided to pursue the mm -hmm. Father. So thank you for teeing that up with us, Carolyn, and God bless you, and thanks for calling in. But right now we're going to turn to thanks Luke. Thanks so much. Okay, thanks, Carolyn. Let's look at Luke chapter 15. Let me set this up for you just a little bit. When you think about Luke chapter 15, I don't want to jump right to the story of the prodigal son. That's one that we're very familiar with. But let me take you to the beginning of the chapter and see what is going on here. We have two parables in the beginning of Luke chapter 15. And Jesus is sharing these parables with two groups of people. One is tax collectors and sinners, and the second group are the Pharisees who are also there. Now, I want you to be aware of those people groups as we get down to the end of this chapter and see the story of the two lost sons. We oftentimes call it the story of the lost son, the prodigal who comes to the end of himself and finally discovers that he had it better in his father's house. But really, both of the sons were lost. One was religiously lost, and the other was lost uh, by pursuing a, a really a, a life that didn't have much worth or much value. And as we get to that, you'll see that uh, perhaps you would liken the tax collectors and sinners to the younger son who uh, took his father's inheritance and went off and squandered it. Uh, but the older son wasn't close to the father as well. And we will see that the father pursued that older son. And that's a little bit like the Pharisees who think they're close to God, but in reality, their hearts, as Jesus would say, are far from him. So as Jesus shares these two parables, he shares first the parable of the lost sheep 
And then he shares the parable of the lost coin. And what he's trying to show in these two parables is that God is very motivated to pursue lost things. In the first story, a shepherd had a sheep that went astray. And he was willing to leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that was lost until he found it. And then we see from that 23rd Psalm that we looked at, he restores that lost sheep, carries it back into the fold until it can stand on its own again. In the parable of the lost coin in Luke 15, beginning in verse 8, we said that, see that a woman had 10 silver coins and she lost one and she turned the house upside down to try to find that lost coin. And when she did, she called together her friends and neighbors and said, rejoice with me. And this is an image of God as well, that God rejoices when lost things are found. And so then in verse 11, understanding that context, we see that God pursues lost people as well. In this parable of the prodigal son, you might say, you know, I don't see God pursuing that younger son there. As a matter of fact, he kind of left him to himself. Do you think that God can pursue us by leaving us to ourselves and allowing natural circumstances to bring us to the end of ourselves and cause us to realize that we had it much better in the Father's house? We even see that when the Son went away and squandered everything in reckless living, we see that a severe famine arose in that country where he was. Well, where do you think that famine came from? Who do you think was sovereign over that famine? Do you think that perhaps God used circumstances in this young man's life in order to bring him to the end of himself? What do you think? How does God restore people? Give me a call at 888-432-7434. We're going to see how God pursues the older son in Luke 15 as well. But first, I want to get to a caller. I want to get to our callers, and there are lines open. So give us a call at 888-432-7434. Let's hear from Mary from Alexandria, Virginia. Mary, what do you think? Hi. Um, thank you so much for um, – oh, my goodness. That's, o- that's okay, Mary. You're talking with I'm Jerry. hearing an echo back to me, and it's hard to talk. Okay, is the echo still um, going on, Mary? Can you hear me? I can hear you just yep. fine. Okay, it's better now. It's better now. Okay, Mary, um, what's on your mind? Well, I just wanted to share, um, you know, my my story quickly. That I was raised in in the church, and you know, had um, I think of faith, a childlike faith, and um, but definitely some issues in my parents' marriage and my father. Um, became an alcoholic and Mm. in my teenage years i turned to drugs and alcohol Mm. and um i so i just have learned and loved hearing um you know your last words about those parables and i definitely think that god used um natural um you know everything i experienced from um you know living that lifestyle um you know being in trouble at school and then with the law and getting fired from from jobs, all those natural consequences 
definitely led me to the end of, of myself. And then, you know, um, just by his grace and, and, and providence, you know, things started happening and people, well, first he, he worked in my father's life and my father got sober. And so that obviously, you know, spoke to me and I saw him being restored. And then, um, Oh, gosh, I was at college and turned on the TV one morning and saw my pastor from uh, my church growing up here, First Baptist Alexandria, had uh, moved to Alabama, and I turned on the TV at college at Auburn, and he was there um, preaching, and it just was like God calling me home, you know, the, the very same man who I grew up just you know, listening to how much God loves me, they're speaking again um, to me. And I, I can remember just weeping and weeping and wanting, you know, so much to come home. And um, Wow, Mary, and what a, what a beautiful, a beautiful story of reconciliation. And I thank you for sharing it with us. Uh, when I think of this prodigal boy, when he got up and uh, he arose and came to his father, and while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. So, Mary, that sounds a bit like your story. We're going to have to run to a break, Mary. Thanks for sharing your story. Come and get your loan. Come and get your loan. Come and get your loan. Come and get your loan now. With interest rates near historic lows and home values at record highs, now is the time to consider a refinance of your mortgage. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. What we have seen is the perfect storm, something we rarely see in the mortgage industry. Whether you simply need to lower your rate, or if you've done a loan modification, gone through a bankruptcy, or even had a short sale, new guidelines may allow you to qualify for one of our amazing programs. Whether you have refinanced in the past or even been turned down, give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Welcome to A Minute of Ministry Calling from Capital Seminary and Graduate School in Greenbelt, Maryland. Here's a word from Campus Dean, Dr. Michael Black. Greetings from Capital Seminary and Graduate School here in Greenbelt, Maryland. I want to personally invite you to our Experience Day on Saturday, August 26th. Listen, Experience Day is your opportunity to meet our seminary and graduate school teachers and staff and to hear about our seminary and graduate school programs. Whether you are interested in pastoral studies, leadership, counseling, or biblical studies, or just learning more about seminary and graduate level classes. I invite you to come out to our Experience Day Open House at Capital Seminary and Graduate School. I would love to meet you there. Come to the Capital Seminary and Graduate School Experience Day on Saturday, August 26th at the Greenbelt, Maryland location. To register to attend, visit lbc.edu slash open house. Capital Seminary and Graduate School 
is a division of Lancaster Bible College. Dear friends in Christ, the Reverend Michael Sperber. From the studio that brought you War Room and Miracles from Heaven comes All Saints, a new pastor's first assignment to close a struggling church. I think God's for me. He wants us to save this little church by making the land into a farm. From a seed of faith grows hope. We're back where we started. We are not where we started. We're somewhere completely new. All Saints, starring John Corbett, rated PG, parental guidance suggested, in theaters August 25th. For tickets and showtimes, go to allsaintsmovie.com. Are you looking to get out of your timeshare with a 100% guarantee? I'm Karen, owner of Lone Star Transfer. We have helped thousands of timeshare owners get out of their timeshare legally and ethically. We have an excellent track record, and we have an A-plus rating with the BBB. Call us today for a free consultation at 855-551-7066 or online at LoneStarTransfer.com at 855-551-7066 or LoneStarTransfer.com. We will help you. You are back on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, guest host Gary Coiro with you today. Give me a call at 888-432-7434. Love to get your thoughts on a restoring God. We have one line open. Give us a call. Before we take another call, let me just finish up some of the thoughts on that Luke 15 passage that we were looking at. We were looking at God being someone who loves to pursue lost things. And when he finds lost things, he really celebrates them. And we see that he celebrate this son who came back to him. He threw his arms around him and he kissed him. He embraced him. And he said to him, you were dead. Now you're alive and we're going to celebrate. He threw a party for him. But you remember what happened when he got back home? When he got back home, his older brother wasn't too happy about his restoration. Now, I want you to start thinking about the Pharisees at this point in time. The younger son perhaps represents that group of sinners that Jesus was talking to in Luke 15, but maybe this older son represents the Pharisees. He was angry and refused to go into the party. And you know what happened? Verse 28 of Luke 15 says, his father came out and entreated him. God even pursues the arrogant religious person who doesn't celebrate in God's grace being poured on those who come back to him. I don't know about you, but when God did a restorative work in your life and when he's done it in my life, not everyone believes in it at first, and they don't always celebrate with you. Sometimes they're doubters. But the younger son stayed at the party. He didn't go chasing the older brother. Instead, he let the father go after him. So God here again is seen as a pursuer. God pursues both boys, one through sovereign circumstances, letting him come to the end of himself, and the other one by going out and entreating him, persuading him that this young boy that you call this son of yours, he's really a brother of yours. And we should rejoice and be glad at the things that God gets glad about. And that is the restoration of his people. 
What do you think? When did you experience God coming after you? What did he use? What methods do you use? Do you have a story of yourself or maybe someone else coming back to God that just blows your mind and shows off the grace of God? Give us a call at 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. You're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Can I take you to that passage in Song of Solomon now? Song of Solomon, the wisdom literature of the Old Testament. Now, this is a bit of a, uh, a story that is challenging to understand because it's an allegory. It certainly talks about a real romance between King Solomon and the Shulamite maiden, but it also speaks of God's love for us and how God is the great husband and we are the bride of Christ. And in chapter 2, verse 14, listen to what the text says about God appealing to us, coming after us. You remember that story in Genesis 3? How God pursued the man and the woman, even though they were hiding and full of shame. And God moved toward them and restored them. And here we have a similar situation where the text says, My dove in the clefts of the rock. A dove was an animal whose eyes were known for purity. Show me your face. The dove, which is you and me, was hiding, perhaps because of shame or fear, in the clefts of the rock, in the hiding places on the mountainside. And God's appeal is, show me your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Can you see how God is calling out the one who is in hiding? How God is pursuing the one who is afraid or full of shame? And then in verse 15, I love this. The text indicates, catch us the foxes. In other words, let's work together on catching those foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. There's a fruitfulness that is to be in our relationship with God. But sometimes things get in and start to threaten the fruitfulness of our fellowship with God. And here in the text of Song of Solomon 2.15, they're called little foxes that ruin the vineyards. And God wants to work with us to remove those foxes. It's not all that hard. 1 John 1.9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness, all unrighteousness. You see, that's a letter written to the church, written to believers, and God wants to restore us to fellowship with him. He calls us out. He calls us out of the cracks, out of the places of hiding, out of the shame, and works with us to eliminate those foxes, to kick them out of the garden so we can be in good relationship with him. How did it work for you when God pursued you when God restored you to relationship with you, I'd love to hear your story. We'd love to hear it. It's actually his story. He's the greatest story writer. Share that story with us at 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we'll be back.
Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. They say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Does your home need any improvements? Ours did. In fact, Amber and I called Home Fix Custom Remodeling, HCR, and we got a new Master Elite roof. And guess what? Once that was installed, we started saving, listen, over $100 per month on energy bills. Not bad, right? Not to mention when we needed new windows and doors, guess who we called? HCR. That's right. And our energy bills are even less because of it. So if you need an efficient solution, ways to keep your home safe and your family safer, make sure you call HCR. Ask for Gus when you call. Tell him that I sent you. Here's his number. You ready? 888-991-2427. And by the way, they also specialize in a wide range of other products like energy-efficient siding, doors, trim, and gutters. And let's not forget those walk-in tubs and showers for those aging gracefully among us. Let's put it like that. And all of this with a lifetime-inclusive warranty. Call HCR, 888-991-2427, and tell Gus Dr. Anderson sent you. I am enjoying hanging out with you today on Real Talk. My name is Gary Coiro, and we've been talking about God being the pursuer and restoring us been loving hearing your stories and we've got another story another caller on the line there's still room for you to call in give us a call at 888-432-7434 but right now we're going to take a call from sandra in virginia hello sandra thanks for calling in hello how are you doing i'm doing well what's on your mind oh uh, yeah i was um uh, my comment was on uh how jesus pursued me um I uh, just recently started, like, praying again and trying to reach out uh, to God and I'm going through some um, going through some challenges. Mm-hmm. And I was at work, and I worked at a very busy gas station in the Sussex City of Virginia. And I uh, we have uh, 10 pumps, and I'm the cashier up front. And okay. this young man came in to prepay for his gasoline, mm-hmm. and he kind of stood there awkwardly but with a grin. <laughs> And I was like, thank you, you can have a nice day. And he goes, here, this is for you. And he ran out, and as I'm reading this handwritten uh, piece of paper that he cut off, looks like a scrap piece of paper, and Hmm. he took the time, I guess, that morning to 
to write the uh, uh, John. Uh, oops, one sixteen. It says Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me." Wow. And then the next one was John eight twelve, and then on the back it was uh, Romans five one, and also First Corinthians fifteen three and four. And I just saw it. I mean, by the time I got done reading it and looked out to, like, I wanted to go give him a hug and sure. thank you. And it was like, it couldn't have been. A, I mean, it was so profound. And I was like, if that's not God <laughs> working in my life or letting me know yeah. that he's there, then I don't I don't know what else he could do for me. <laughs> well, Sandra, that. that's, thank and, you so uh, much. He was gone that, that quick. Yeah. Is that right? And, that was, uh, you know, the, the scripture say that. says that sometimes we even entertain angels unaware. And uh, who knows that right. God didn't send that person to you just to encourage you and to let you know a little bit about his word. And it's also a beautiful reminder to us that that God's called us to be ministers of rec- reconciliation. And there are times that we can be God's mouthpiece and we can share words of encouragement with others. Sandra, thanks so much for calling in oh, thank and sharing you for, that story. Yes, sir. All right, Sandra, thanks, and have a great day. Boy, that's a beautiful opportunity to transition and to think about how we can maybe help people be reconciled to God. Maybe we can be his representatives. Maybe we can be his voice piece. Consider this verse that Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and in verse 14. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, Encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. Do you have any people in your life that maybe they're not exactly walking the path that would please the Lord? And if that's the case, what's the encouragement at the end of this verse? Be patient with them all. But there's three ways of being able to move toward people and to help them in their time of need or their time of rebellion or their time of weakness, whatever the case may be where they've wandered away from the flock. He says, we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle. Some people are idle. Idle people need a friend with a stick. Admonish the idle. Encourage the faint-hearted. Some people are weak-souled, going through very difficult times. They need comfort. They need encouragement. They need a a friend with a hug. Does your friend need a stick or does your friend need a hug? Well, you have to prayerfully diagnose whether they're idle or whether they're faint-hearted. And then Paul says, help the weak. Some people just have habitual patterns in their life where there's a weakness and they need help. They need a friend with a cheer who comes alongside them and says, you can do it and I can help you. I can bring the accountability to you. God wants to use us in the lives of other people. He sometimes pursues people through his representatives, through you and through me. But look at the last part there. Be patient with them all. Have you ever given up on somebody? God wants us to be patient with them all. Sometimes we need to be a friend with a cheer. Sometimes a friend with a hug. Sometimes a friend with a stick. But no matter what, never give up on people. 
Remember when Peter came to the Lord and said, Lord, how many times do I forgive my brother when he wrongs me? Seven times? Peter thought seven was pretty good because the rabbis taught three times was sufficient. So Peter thought, let's double that and add one. Boy, I'm really a special person. And the Lord said to him, no, Peter, it's 70 sevens. In other words, you just keep on forgiving others. Keep being patient with others. Keep believing that God's in the people changing business and keep pursuing them. Aren't you glad that God didn't give up on you? Aren't you glad that God kept pursuing you? I'd love your thoughts and I'd love your story of how God used either circumstances or thoughts or his word or other people to bring you to himself, either the very first time or maybe to bring you back to him. Give me a call at 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. You're listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I'm guest hosting today. My name is Minister Gary Coiro, and I'd love to get your calls. 1 Thessalonians 5.14, give it some consideration as you think about being patient with everyone. I want to take us to one other passage today that we'll, we'll look at. I'd love to get your calls and thoughts on this. It's oftentimes a passage where we highlight a particular area, but I'm going to give you another twist on it today. It's Matthew chapter 18. Have you heard of it? We talk about the Matthew 18 principle a lot, don't we? The Matthew 18 principle is something that we talk about when we talk about how to handle a brother or sister who's caught in sin, how we pursue them and tell them, and then we take a witness, and then we take two or three, and then we tell the church, and then we kick them out of the church. Well, that's not really the spirit of Matthew chapter 18. What is the spirit of Matthew 18? What is Jesus trying to teach us about his heart and about the heart of God in Matthew chapter 18? Let's consider that. As Matthew 18 begins, there's a discussion going on. The discussion amongst the disciples is, who's the greatest in the kingdom? And what does Jesus use as an illustration here? He uses a child. He puts a child in front of them and says, unless you turn, in other words, unless you change, you who are arguing about who's going to be the greatest in the kingdom, unless you humble yourself and become like children, you're never even going to get into the kingdom of God. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of God. God is looking for people who will humble themselves and acknowledge their need and come to the Lord and this sort of a way. How much love does God have for his children? Well, as you look through Matthew 18, beginning in verse 7, there's the warning that if anyone causes one of these children, which is God's child, not necessarily referencing a little toddler, but one of God's children, boy, it'd be better for them to have a millstone tied around their neck and to be thrown into a lake. God really loves his children and doesn't wish that his children would be tempted to go away. And then he goes into that parable we looked at already, the parable of the lost sheep, how he wants to pursue the wandering sheep. I'm Gary Coro. You're looking, listening to Real Talk 
and we'll be right back. Hi, it's Chris Roth, and recently I was searching for new flooring, and my decision has been narrowed down to 50 Floor, and here's why. First, it's simple and easy. They bring the showroom to you while offering a wide variety of flooring options. No reason to drive all over town. Also, on the day of installation, you don't have to lift a finger, or furniture for that matter. They'll do it all for you. Move your furniture, take up and haul away your old floors, install the new floors, clean up, and leave. And now until the end of the month, you're going to save big with 50 Floor's free installation sale on all carpet, hardwood, laminate, and vinyl. Plus, if you use the promo code WAVA, you'll receive an extra $100 off. 50 Floor also offers 12 months, same as cash financing. Call 877-50-FLOOR or go to 50floor.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Remember to use the promo code WAVA to receive an additional $100 off. Call today, 877-50-FLOOR or 50floor.com. Call 877-50-FLOOR. Pick up the phone, we'll be knocking at your door. Details and licensure at 50floor.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you suffocating under high interest rates with minimum payments and feeling there's no way out? With the help of National Debt Relief, you can now take advantage of consumer debt relief programs for fast relief. They have settled over $1 billion in credit card debt for thousands of people just like you, earning them an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. The truth is you don't have to pay it all back. You can settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. No need for bankruptcy or a consolidation loan. You can end the harassing phone calls, certified letters, and save a boatload of money. The process is easy and stress-free. Reduce a large portion of your debt now by calling National Debt Relief for this free information at 800-906-9304. 800-906-9304. Sometimes life is too serious. It's time for you to laugh again. WAVA presents A Night of Comedy featuring comedian Johnny W. My wife and I, we work at our church sometimes still, uh, even though I'm doing comedy full-time. Sometimes we volunteer in the nursery, you know, with the babies. And uh, I don't think they should let me do that, but I, they do, you know. Saturday, September 16th at Cedarbrook Community Church, Clarksburg, Maryland. It's laughter for the whole family. We were remodeling the church, and they were repainting all the rooms. And then they were putting, like, stencil and scriptures on the walls, you know, that kind of go with that department of ministry. Fan Club pre-sale tickets are available at WAVA.com, keyword fan. With WAVA's free Fan Club membership, tickets are only $15 for general admission and $25 for a gold circle. For the nursery with the little babies, man, we chose uh, 1 Corinthians 15.51. This says, Behold, I reveal to you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. And I thought that was... Go to WAVA.com, keyword fan. Yes! WAVA.com keyword fan. I've enjoyed hanging out with you today. We've got a few minutes left. Would love to get your thoughts. We've got a line open. Give us a call at 888 432 7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking this Theological Thursday on restoration and reconciliation. Who moves first? How does God restore us? Do you have a story? Maybe you have a story of God's reconciliation with you. When we went to break, we were hanging out in Matthew chapter 18. And we looked at that Matthew 18 principle of your brother sinning against you. What do you do? Well, you go after him for sure. But how do you go after him? Well, right before 
if your sinner, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault of verse 15. We see that in verse 10 through 14, Jesus shares the parable of the lost sheep. Now, we've looked at this already today. We've talked about it. We've talked about the heart of the shepherd. How does the heart, the shepherd come and restore the sheep? He restores gently. He gets down on one knee. He talks tenderly to the sheep, to the lamb who's very timid and afraid because he's cast down. He's upside down. He can't right himself. He has poor circulation. He's in the hot sun. He can't stand on his own. Circulation is poor in his legs. So the good shepherd takes the lamb, puts him over his knee, begins to massage the lamb's legs so that the blood flow can go back in. So hopefully the lamb can stand on its own soon. But we often see the pictures portrayed of the good shepherd with the lamb over his neck, carrying the lamb. This is the heart of the good shepherd who comes and restores us tenderly. And what does he want us to do when we move toward others? He wants us to be patient with people. Yes, go after them, but go after them and restore them gently. The goal when we move toward others who are having challenges in their life is not to boot them out of the church, to disfellowship with them. The goal is to restore them and to do so gently and bring them back into the fold. This is God's heart for us. We've had a great time looking at God's word today, looking at the heart of God in Luke 15 and seeing there that God loves to find lost things. That story of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son, which I've made plural for us, the lost sons, both the younger and the older, needed God to pursue them. We've been encouraged and Song of Solomon, that God comes after us in the cleft of the rock in those hiding places, and he appeals to us. He woos us to come out and show him our face. Let him hear our voice. He thinks our voice is sweet, and our face is lovely. God wants to pursue us, and then we should be pursuing others, restoring them gently and being patient with all men, as Paul challenges us in 1 Thessalonians by 14. I trust that the word of God has made a difference in your life today. Let's be not only hearers of the word, but doers also. My name's Gary Coro. I've enjoyed hanging out with you here on Real Talk. Let's close in a word of prayer. God in heaven, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the, your character, which is revealed in your word, that you are a loving God who restores us, who moves toward us, who pursues us while we were dead in our trespasses. You died for us. You came after us. Thanks for making the first move, Lord. We will forever love you and sing your praises for it. We give you thanks and praise for this in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.